folks. Welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends podcast. This is Sully, your DM. Last time on the Deck of Many Friends, Bitsy was torn to pieces by a displacer beast in a deep cave within the forest of Indoleth. Fighting back and forth between a tunnel with Koshu trying to defend her. These two beasts tore the friends apart as they tried to reach the rest of their party, all to save a gnome that they don't care about. And that's where we left off. Two displacer beasts sitting in front of the three remaining conscious godbearers. Let's tell a story. I can't believe you killed her already. <laughs> so pissed. You heartless <laughs> asshole. Oh, Last all time, she did was son. love nature. <laughs> Last time, Bitsy got herself killed. No, you killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, when we, we left off, it was uh, so mad at you. Mid, <laughs> mid-combat, and uh, the two displacer beasts, one missing a tentacle, uh, have uh, poked out of, the, out of the tunnel where uh, Koshu lays unconscious, um, but stabilized uh, by uh, Tag. Um, and it is Stitcher's turn. Yes, it is my turn. So, <clears throat> seeing seeing uh, Kosha be stabilized, um, she's a, she, initially she was like, "That's what I have to do." But now he's he's not actively dying, so she's going to. Uh, turn to the displacer beast closest to her, which I don't know which one that is. Okay. One with a tentacle or without? Um, They're both like right next oh, to each okay. other. Uh, the one with the tentacle. And she is with going... With both tentacles, got it. Yeah. No, with, with one missing. With one tentacle. Okay, yes. the one with the And she's tentacle. going to cast uh, Eldritch Blast very angrily as All her right. main action. Go ahead and roll the hit. Okay. Oh, I gotta gather those. Does a seven hit? <laughs> it does not. Okay, and then as her bonus action, she's going to use the last of her healing light, and you know, her her dear friend that she's kept from death this whole time, and try to wake him up. Oh. And you get nice. five. Oh, nice. Yeah, five right. health back. Kosher, you're awake, uh, coughing as much as you can cough without breathing. <laughs> uh, all right, it's Tag's turn. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, step over the now revived, uh, or not not revived, but... Uh, <laughs> revived twice now. <laughs> whatever he is. <laughs> I'm going to step over him and... Uh, the dead don't die. Yeah, and... Uh, Charge at the uh, dis- the displacer beast that's missing a tentacle with my spear okay. and uh, an attack. Roll the hit. Nope, uh, that's not gonna hit. That's a eleven. Eleven does not hit. Okay, and then I'm going to uh, give it a righteous punch 
<laughs> righteous, righteous <laughs> punch. One punch man. Tim. Yes, Tim. Sorry. Yeah, that one will do it. Uh, Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Yeah. Uh, and so I get it a righteous punch, which does seven damage. Seven damage. And then I'll spend a key point. Okay. And uh, do my. Uh, Fury blows. Fury blows. Um, and it's two unarmed strikes mm-hmm. as a bonus action. First one's a nat one to hit. Okay. And then I'll roll for the second one. And that is a 12. 12 does not hit. Man. Uh, the nat one will put you. I'll resolve that later. Revolve, it's your turn. Okay. So I was just at the mouth of the cave, and they jumped out. Mm-hmm. Um, where are they in relation to me? Right in front of you. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, the one that's closest to me, I'm assuming, is the one with the singular tentacle. Uh, or he got jumped over. Yeah. No, no the, the one with the singular tentacle is the one on uh, Tag's side of the tunnel. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so then you, they you've got the unfaltered one. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack it with my scimitar and use a maneuver. Okay. So do you want me to tell you the maneuver now or? Uh, go ahead and roll your, uh, okay. is it is it a like attack maneuver or? It happens when I attack. It's, okay, a, so, it's menacing. So roll the hit and you okay. can decide based on your roll whether or not you want to use the maneuver. It's got to be before I tell you whether or not it hits. It's... Nope. It's not going to hit. It's like a seven, eight. It's an eight. Okay. Do you want to so, use it or not? No. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? You're going to move? You're going to do anything else? I'm going to move back about 15 feet. Okay. And that will be the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now the injured Displacer Beast's turn. The one with one tentacle sees the misstep of Tag as he tries to punch at it in, in this flurry of blows and uh, reaches out to try and bite your fist yeah. and in its injury falters completely and dives face first into the stone dealing six force damage as <laughs> it, it completely collapses at your feet your nat one just misses <laughs> did we both fuck up on you that one you both nat one <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Smashes his That's face great. into the... Finally, the dice go away. I hit him, I hit him so hard. <laughs> I didn't even him, have you, to touch you him. You hit him so hard, the force of the air smashed his head into the ground. Uh, it is now the um, uninjured one's turn. It's going to go after Raval. Uh, does a 14 hit. A 14 does hit. Okay. Go ahead and resolve the second one as well. Does a 12 hit? 12 does hit. Okay. This might be the end of Revolve as well. 
They're holding hands I over there. I can't, I can't save everyone. <laughs> Goodbye, JD and Jules. It was nice having you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> you Good luck recording this stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just have to show up so we can play D&D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take 13 damage for the first hit. Oh, oh my, my gosh. goodness. You take... 16 damage for the second oh, hit. Oh, my. You're unconscious. I am unconscious. Holy shit. What are you rolling just 20 rocks over there? Oh, my God. He's just maxing out all his D- D6s. <laughs> oh. It is now Stitcher's turn. Do I have to make a save? Oh, no. It's Koshu's turn. Not yet. He's back up now. If I'm at, okay, I'm at negative 15. Does that mean what, I'm, no? You uh, have to mirror your health. Uh, okay. Mirrored health is dead. Like, okay. Like no, it's not Like you yeah. splatted between two rocks or something. Okay. You know? Okay. Cool. So I'm not there so, yet. So long as nobody hits you again. Hey. I'm gonna find my wife in the afterlife, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Koshu, it's now your turn. Okay. It's like I that will. Scene in um, you just watch this un- uninjured displacer beast just tear. Revolve apart. Lovely. I will um, bonus action disengage 15 feet away. Okay. I'll burn my movement standing up, right? Or half of it. I can't remember the half. rule. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'll move 30 feet away then, total. Okay, so you move 15, disengage 15. Yep. Okay. Um, or whatever order makes sure I don't get an opportunity to attack. <laughs> yeah. And then um, disengage and then move, yeah. Yeah, and he will go after, uh, I guess, uh, the one that just uh, downed Revolve. Okay. Um, with a bolt from the grave. Okay. Roll the hit. <clears throat> okay, please. Oh. <laughs> 12. Doesn't hit. Man, the Dice Gods hate us today. Yeah. What did we do to you? Dice gods. All right, that was bonus up. action, movement, dash, bolts from the grave. Nothing but an action left. Nope, I'm done. I can't. I'm, I'm not going to close the gap. No, I have one left. You would love me to throw the dagger, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, I'm out. I'm done. All right. Uh, it is now Stitcher's turn. And I would have to cross the path of the uh, the beast to get to Revol. Yeah, since you so that walked would be over op- to... Uh, doing opportunity attacks, right? You would likely provoke an opportunity attack from one of them. One second while I look at these spells. One second, <laughs> one second. Uh, One's kind of like face-planted into the ground, and the other one is facing away from you, so you wouldn't actually get an okay, opportunity attack. Okay, I am attack. going to run... Seeing him being eviscerated and lying on the ground, I'm going to just dash over there. Not actually dash. Not the action dash. I'm going to run over there and I'm going to pull out um, a bottle from my bag and pour it into his lips. And he will stabilize a dying creature and also gain regain one hit point. Healer's feet. Sweet. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and I don't no, have to roll. I just do it. Cool. That is awesome. awesome. There you go. Drink this. So you got one health. So I got one health. You one got health. one health. Am I awake? Yeah. You're awake. Yeah. Oh shit! Good thing about having one health is you do as much damage as, it, as mm. if you were full health. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's true. So it's like in uh, <laughs> it's like in Princess Bride. He's he's mostly dead. He's not all the way dead. 
tag. Okay, so the one that just face planted at my feet mm-hmm. is still there. It's still there. Is he technically prone? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to stab him with my spear, just straight up right into the face. Oh, I, did not know, I did not know one was prone. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, like, he, he face planted, like, hard. <laughs> Fuck. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jab down. I'm just going to take the spear both hands and just... Like I'm driving up a fence Roll post. with advantage. That was a good thing you said that. Because <laughs> oh that was God, a two. Please, please, please. Come on, please, dice gods. Please. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, 13. 13 goes to the defender. God. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, I still got... Uh, I'll do my unarmed strike. Okay. I'll see that my spear whiffed off of him. Yeah. And I'll uh, reach down with this. I won't reach down, but I'll uh, just lift up a hefty sailor boot. Mm-hmm. And just stomp down on his head. Okay. With advantage, right? With advantage. Oh, come on, dice. Oh, thank God. Uh, 19. 19 hits. Fucking Woo! Jesus Christ. Your sweet kicks. Save us again. Yeah. <laughs> All oh. right, that is uh, five damage. You lift your boot up above its head. And plant your heel right behind the the end of the skull and its neck, and you hear its spinal just just its spine disconnect from yeah. its skull, and Metal. you hear it, and it lies limp. The last of its tentacles falling on the ground. How far away is the other one? Five feet. Five feet? Yeah. Cool. They're all like right next to each I'm other. I'm going to spend a key point. Okay. And do Flurry of Blows. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to pivot from the boot smash to do like a backhand. Nice. On the uh, the other guy. And that's that's just one. Ooh, let me read that. Is that two more attacks or one more? It's two more attacks. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. more unarmed attacks. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So the first one totally whiffs with a uh, eight. Yep. And then the second one, I'm going to come back around <laughs> with else? a roundhouse kick. <laughs> and, uh, 11. 11 doesn't hit. Uh, I'm just going to stop spending key points. We're cursed. <laughs> <laughs> you have just had some liquid poured down your throat and your eyes shoot open and you gasp a breath. Um Still covered in, in tears and cuts from the tentacles of this displacer beast. Mm-hmm. It's standing right in front of you, growling. With all the rage and all the anger and adrenaline, um, I'm going to just slash as hard as I can and it's just right at its neck. Ooh. And I'm praying over here. Yeah, that's kind of it. And, oh, you're gonna go and use a maneuver. Okay, that was like a dirty 20. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I mean, a maneuver you use. You're using the maneuver, I'm assuming, with your dirty 20. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Let me. With a menacing attack. So it will. You can expend a superiority die to attempt to frighten the target. You add the support, superiority die to the attack damage roll, and the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So just add a D. D Go ahead and roll your damage, and I will roll my wisdom saving throw. Seven, nine, 13 damage. 
And then you have to save on an so much rock it, math. It is it is <laughs> eleven. Did you did you add in your uh, superiority die for the damage? I did. Okay. Oh, add two damage and add two damage. I didn't do the plus two for the scimitar. Okay, so it's so fifteen damage 15 total. Fifteen damage. Yeah, and then and you have to save against and um, it rolled six. Oh, does not. He is frightened of me in my rage. All right, it, nice. Not literal rage. I'm not a. Yeah. I'm not a. <laughs> not a barbarian. Not a barbarian this You're not time. Not a Barbie. It cowers away from you and. Actually, it has to move as far away as it can, and since it's its turn, it books it to the other end of the cave. Hmm. Do we get opportunity attacks? Does it cross any of us? All of you get opportunity attacks. Does that include me? Yeah, he's disengaging Uh, from you. He he's running away from you. So yeah, then Revol's just gonna walk as it's running away, just follow its ass. Everyone roll to hit. Everybody roll to hit. As as we're all rolling, uh, Tag would look at it and be like, "You came to wrong neighborhood, motherfucker." (laughs) (laughs) This is a uh, okay. So let me let me specify. This is a new round because it's at the top of the order. Mm -hmm. And if you all use your opportunity attack, that is your reaction for this round. Yes. So you will not be able to use another reaction. That's not bonus action, just reaction. reaction. Okay. okay. I miss. Okay. Revol misses. I missed. I missed. Misses. Oh my Stitcher God. misses. I missed. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> it, I mean, to be fair, it is a displacer beast. It's like. Yeah, Yo, displacer beasts are hard to hit. <laughs> they are. They're one yeah, of the new dice, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, these, these dice are trash. Yeah, so are mine. I'm going to go with this one tonight. How you doing over there, Bitsy? Jules is still here, just I'm eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> eating you finally crackers get the snack without worrying about the bike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So <laughs> he's trying. He's trying so hard not to TPK us. <laughs> <laughs> it's frightened of Revolve, but not frightened of any of the rest of you. Yeah. The closest thing to it, as it's great, looking away, <laughs> looking at me, is. Shoe. <sighs> not true. Not true. It's actually Tag because Tag went over there and like stabbed at it and or kicked it. Yeah, afterwards. I was I was within so, five feet of it before it moved away from Revolve. Yeah, so it 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 moves away as far as it can, but still the closest thing is is Tag. Uh, it's going to swing its first tentacle. Twenty hits. Say thirteen hit. Nope. Okay. So the first attack hits. Seven damage. Uh, wh- what does that? What kind of is that? A ranged attack? It's ten feet. Ten feet okay. has a reach of ten feet. All right. It's like a reach weapon. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Cool. Single target reach weapon. All right. Um. Now it is Koshu's turn. Wow. Okay. Um. I will attempt a bonus action hide. It's a, uh, how, how far really, away from really a dark it, cave. <laughs> how, how far away from it are you at this point? You're. You have to tell me. I moved thirty feet away earlier with a disengage it moved and a move back towards that direction about ten feet. So you're about twenty feet away. It yeah. has dark vision of sixty feet. So. 
and you're in an open cave. Okay. All right. I can't do that then. Um, I mean, you can try. The shadows ish. If you want, let me try. I'm, I'm I down. Mean, I don't. Yeah. You can attempt to think you're hidden. Uh, okay. Well, I need to know if I am to throw a sneak attack at him. But <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, what do you want me to roll? Stealth. Yeah. Roll stealth. Okay. I don't know. This is the first time I've tried to hide in combat. Um, all right. May- maybe. Maybe. Uh, a nineteen. It looks over at you and growls. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, I will unload a bolt from the grave on him. Okay. Please. Please. Okay. 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 17. 17 hit. 17 hits. Oh, yes. Thank God. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to use Savage Attack. Savage Attacker to reroll the damage dice. Okay. And then choose which one I want, which is not much better. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, 12, di- te- 12 necrotic damage. 12 necrotic damage. Got it. Okay. Uh, Stitcher, your turn. <clears throat> how, um, okay. I guess it doesn't really matter how it looks. Uh, range of 120 feet, Eldritch Blast. This bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, it's a thirteen. Goes to the defender. I'm sorry, we are so close, so many times. <laughs> That's this ridiculous. Fucking cat. You didn't do anything else. <laughs> Move. Bonus um, action. Sorry, something on my throat. Heal me. Um. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Uh, I'll heal if you. If you weren't gonna heal me, don't. Uh, just because you wouldn't make a sound like. It, he doesn't even feel pain. Uh, so. I mean, I'd have to walk over to you, so I don't think I... It's your call. Yeah. Because I can do a bonus. Act. That is so table talk. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, okay. I'm saying, yeah. like, don't listen to my table talk here. Yeah, I don't I don't have another action or anything. Okay. I can yeah. just move. But okay. I'll just turn. stand right there. All right. So I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to attack the, uh, the displacer beast. Okay, you're gonna move over to. I guess it's close to you. Yeah, it moved over. If to it hit me, I can yeah. hit it. Wait, am I after you? I'm after you. <clears throat> yeah, you're after okay. me. So I'm gonna thrusteth my spear, a righteous fury. <laughs> Nat twenty. Oh, yes. oh fucking my, my. finally! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, so <clears throat> and I'm gonna I'm gonna pile on the attacks. So do you want me to go ahead and roll for all of them real quick? Call out which one you're okay, rolling. Okay, so that was the spear attack. <clears throat> I'm going to go unarmed attack afterwards. So I'm going to thrust my spear and then move to kick it in the gut. And got a nat one on that one. <laughs> um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. I'm going to spend my last key point to do two more unarmed attacks. And that is a 18. That hits. And then for my last one... A twenty-four. That also hits. Nice. Okay. Three so, hits. So resolve your spear attack. All right. So spear attack. This is the damage. natural twenty. Mm-hmm. So that is D six plus six. D six plus six plus fifteen damage for the spear. Okay. Okay. It's then we not had looking the, good. The whiff. The natural one. You nat one. 
So you can figure out what you want to do with that. And then I hit with the last two unarmed flurry of blows. So go ahead and roll me damage for one. Nice. So that is eight. Tell me how it dies. Yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank God! Tag our savior. <laughs> the uh, only person who can actually do damage or take damage in the whole party. So Tag um, reaches out with his spear and just jabs it into the Displacer Beast's neck and then uses it to pull the Displacer Beast towards him uh, and he kicks it off the end of the spear. Nice. <laughs> Savage. You hear the ripping tendons and, and muscle and then the gush of, of bodily fluids uh, slurp out of this last dying hole of this blazer beast and it slumps to the ground dead. Congratulations. Uh, you just beat two displacer beasts. Reval's going to go look for Bitsy. <coughs> yeah, Stitcher's yeah. are as, as soon as she sees it get stabbed in the neck, she's already climbing down the hole to okay. get her body. Uh, which one of you is going to head down the, the, the tunnel first? Me. Stitcher's first. Okay. okay. Uh, about 30 feet down the hole, you see Bitsy's body laying there. Bloody. And horrible. Mean, just torn to pieces. I mean, there's like skin like peeled off and like she's not looking good. I take off my like cloak and I wrap her and I start like pulling her up back up the tunnel. Okay. So you're going to drag her down yeah. the tunnel? Okay. And then I got... Uh, go ahead and shrink check for me. Ah, she's little and dead. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Don't let Ash see me. That's why I covered you up. Yes. Yeah, where's you're Ash co- You are bundled. Ash is literally just freaked out because he... This, this is like, what he was hiding. He's from like running in a circle, like yipping and being insane. So yeah, I just drag her back up. I'm sure there's like a trail of blood. Okay, so yeah, there's Bitsy is wrapped in a cloak. Deceased. I I'm gonna take her back over to the fire. The fire pit. The fire isn't? pit okay. that is not lit. <laughs> and throw body on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bad like, that ought to burn for a while. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, kindling. <laughs> <laughs> and without saying anything to anybody, uh, I take put take my pack off and pull it out, and I take out the book, and I open it. Oh, shit. All right. So as you open the book, the rest of you... Start oh, no whispers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Start to hear a subtle whisper of chance. You open the book and your eyes immediately glass over. What are you going to do with the book? I am trying to, it's a ritual. So the way that works, I need an hour and like some components and blah, 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 blah. I have to be able to touch. Her, which obviously I can, and uh, after an hour of doing creepy stuff, <laughs> sacrificing chickens or something, um, I can cast the spell Gentle Repose. Is it an hour, or is it ten minutes for no, rituals? No, it is an hour to cast a ritual, and it, the spell lasts for ten days. Wow. Okay. Yes. Like, do bards have shorter ritual times? It's uh, it's because I'm a tome lock. It's like oh, different. It's different okay. Rituals, yeah. Ritual spells or Very whatever. Different than... Yeah. 
And gentle repose it reposes. You touch a corpse or other remains for the duration. The target is protected from decay and can't become undead. The spell also effectively extends the t- limit of time, raising the target from the dead since days spent under the influence of this spell don't count against the time limit of spells such as raised dead. Okay, wow. So, as you read this incantation from the tome uh, you reach down and touch Bitsy's body and nothing happens but your palm starts itching she takes off her glove she takes off her glove and you see the black spot that was normally there start to swirl in somewhat of like a galaxy shape as it takes form into something completely different you place your hand where that spot is on Bitsy's bloody forehead and immediately are yanked back into a scene you tried to forget. You, Stitcher, are hiding in a hidey hole of the Layflower. The house of ill repute that you uh, lived in before and in front of you laying in this tunnel between walls is the dead recently deceased but quickly decaying body of Koshu you've dragged him in here as a a, an attempt to hide what happened uh, and not Invoke the ire of his clan. Just through the entrance to this little hidey hole is the room of a companion named Barrist Velvet. Someone you knew as a cultist of Tursus. She's a older middle-aged maybe um woman of uh somewhat of a uh, gypsy type uh descent and has in the past told you about her time in the desert and her time in in worshiping tersus and what what that means and everything and she's shown you things in her little book that she has and you open the the door to the little hidden compartment door into Barrist's room. And you see it's somewhat extravagant. She's she's got beads and scarves and uh plush pillows all over her room. It's unlike most of the other companions' rooms in the Layflower. She's she's got this thing dolled up. But she seems to be elsewhere okay what do you do i am going to make would it be perception or investigation if i'm looking for like a place where books would be hidden because i'm sure she doesn't keep it just look for perception at this point just to see if you can see it somewhere um 18 uh God, those rolls are much more welcome than the last ones. (laughs) We only roll well when it's a dream sequence. (laughs) (laughs) You look around the room and give give it a once-over, and 
looking for her mostly, but uh, you you notice a few books lying on her nightstand, uh, random ones that you'd have to look closer to okay. see which ones are which. So, um, Co- I know Koshu's like rapidly decaying in a random in that hidey hole right yeah. there. So I'm not I'm not gonna have any qualms about it. I'm just gonna go right over and start looking for books that could if, that she's maybe shown she's me shown or before. she maybe didn't show me, but I noticed it and she never read out of it. But so um, the the book that she has shown you before is within a stack of books there on the uh, on the shelf. Um, as you're kind of digging through this pile of books, the, you hear somewhat of a ruckus on, uh, the outside of her room. Someone's actually knocking on the door and someone's knocking on the door. So do I find the book? Yeah, you found the book. Okay. And it's, what does it look like? It's a pale leather tome. Sewn in a sinew that is somewhat as yet unidentifiable. Is yet unidentifiable. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to take the book. I'm going to go back to the hidey hole, and if there's any light piece of furniture that I could move, like in front of it, while I'm closing the door, like a chair, to make it less conspicuous that that's like a hole. Yeah, uh, like a cushions or like pile a bunch of cushions up or something. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, 16. So you start pulling in pillows and everything to kind of cover your, your tracks and you've kind of closed yourself in back into this hidey hole. You have, uh, Barrist's tome, uh, with you and you bring it back over to Koshu. Um, as you close the door, you hear as beyond the hidey hole multiple rooms have been crashed into and men start arguing and yelling and uh, women are freaking out as 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 they do um when somebody breaks into your room, that it's right. kind of yeah. you know understandable. So, what do you do? I look at the book for a few seconds, maybe just half a second, and then I think to myself, "I don't know who I'm praying to, but somebody help me." And I open the book. All right, you open the book, and that same eerie whisper starts to drown out all of the noises beyond the hallway that you're in. Nothing happens. The book just remains open and... Is there anything written on the pages? It's all in a language that you are not familiar with. Okay. Okay. What are you going to do? Um... Has there any way I could try to recall anything that she had told me before about a ritual or? Yeah, I guess in the book, uh, there have been, you've kind of flipped through the pages at this point and you find some almost like diagrams of dead bodies, the way that you can invoke death or also reverse death 
and you flip back to the page where Barrist has shown you the reverse death ritual is and turn to that. Okay. Um, did she tell me I had to read it out loud or she just showed it to me? She just showed it to you. Okay. Really... I'm going to try to read it out loud. In, even if I don't know how to speak the language, is it even letters I can understand like what sounds they would make or no? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's written in the same alphabet okay. as, as common, just not something that you recognize. Okay, I'm going to um, sit down on the ground and try to read it out loud. Tell me what that sounds like. <laughs> no, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> I put my hand on Koshu. I can't do it in an accent, too, golly. I believe in you. You have to hold your hand to do it. Though. Okay, okay. okay. So I put my hand on Koshu's clammy hand and I start to read the book out loud. Um. Oh, big swig. Big swig. (laughs) Nobody look at me. Everybody turn around. All right. Nobody's looking at you. That was just the first part. <laughs> and nothing happens. Okay. Immediately, anyway. You lean over Koshu to try and see, and you can almost watch as his skin is decaying and crawling away from his bones as this poison kind of takes over his body. And as you look up, you hear and see a being unlocked you have ever seen before a jackal-faced giant somehow occupying this small space wrapped in cloth around his eyes only exposing his mouth wrapped around his arms his claws his hands holding on to a large curved blade and he repeats and looks down at you. Um, <clears throat> oh my god! <laughs> so I notice that I'm I'm crying, and when I go to wipe away my tears, I look and it's actually blood. And I look at him and I just repeat what he said, but I don't remember what it sounded like. So, sounds like this. Okay, so still t- still touching Koshu, I say, he smiles. You see his bare canine teeth, which seem to be sort of rotting away at this point. They're, they're, they're broken and rotten and holes within them. And out of his mouth, a dark black mist emits. And... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I didn't ask for this. Swirls through the air. And into your hand, over your hand, into Koshu. And Koshu still doesn't move. But you see the effects of the poison start to fade. And although his jaw and teeth are exposed on one side, underneath his broken mask, it halts. And he looks down at you, or looks as much as he can through a... a, I know he's looking. You know he's looking. 
and in common. Do you want him? Yes. How badly? What do I have to do? Those who serve death must be called upon from time to time. Will you come if I call? I will answer the call. Then to you I grant the power to return your friend. Not only return him, but keep him alive. He too is important and must answer this call. What? Like I got roped into some shit, yo. <laughs> Didn't read them terms. <laughs> Didn't even they get just a chance to. Die <clears throat> Do you agree? And she looks at her hand, and she looks at Koshu, and she just nods. Very well. And the mist encases your hand and pours into Koshu, and you see it fill his lungs with one breath, and he gasps, arching his back and rigidly trying to stand as he does this unaware of his current situation and that he is being revived or anything like that. He tries to make his way and is confused and rigid and broken and can't speak, can't really hold himself upright. And as you look back up, there's no one. And you immediately hear. Can you They're st- coming through. Can you stand? Very quietly. Can you stand? I, uh. <laughs> he starts, she starts pulling him up. She's like, I can't wait for that. <laughs> she, you're able to kind of lift him gradually to his knees at least and kind of drag him along. Uh, at the end of this corridor, there is an exit to the the outside of the late flower. And as I open that door, what time of day is it? It's nighttime. Okay. And I look at the moonlight on his face and I just pull his hood down like all the way down. And then we just head out. Is it like in the second floor or what is it? No, you guys are on. Okay. So I just start heading away and I, as inconspicuous as you can be while stealthily leaving, (laughs) not running. We're not running. Right. Like, we're trying to look like we're just walking on the street. You hear Koshu coughing and kind of getting the getting used to this new state of being. And you wake, and you're back in the cave. And beneath your hand, the black spot that was small and inconspicuous before, the black mist has, or the black ink I guess, uh, has wrapped around over to the top of your hand in that galaxy-type swirl and continues to grow as you finish this ritual. And you see Bitsy's body stiffen and freeze as if held in time. What are the rest of you guys doing? And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kneeling there, Stitcher 
just kind of like looks down at her hand and like some drops of blood are falling on it and she just kind of wipes it and she puts her glove back on and then she just looks at everybody else. Because she's pretty shocked because he was knocked out before he saw the resolution of her making it out. So I think he's just sort of standing maybe over your shoulder. This is my fault. This is my fault. No, it's not. Did you... God, is she like me? I don't know what she's like, but she won't get any worse. I think. And he, like, reaches down with his normal hand and kind of lifts up an eyelid to check your eyes. What do they look like, DM? Her pupils are completely dilated. She's yeah. still got them, though. She's yeah. still got them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. Eyes are still there. That's a good sign. There is no rot or anything like that. Yeah. Um, she's still torn asunder almost. Uh, I mean, there's, you see blood and bits of skin and raked clawed marks and things like that all over. Stitcher just gets to the work at hand and starts wrapping her more carefully in, the, in you know, like packaging her to be able to move, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, like Tagging it's just normal now. <laughs> she's making a coffin she's like laying in a coffin right now I think Raval is definitely in shock not understanding until he sees her that she's dead so he's sort of while this ritual is happening and while everything like was going down he's just sort of kneeling beside her and he kind of grabs her hand and thinks to himself for a while and then probably midway through, because this took an hour. Yeah, it takes right? a very long time. Yeah. So then probably midway through, he kind of gets up and starts pacing nervously and then and then sort of gets an idea and pulls out his notebook and starts to like just exp- just write down everything that happened. So like including the ritual and... Uh, yeah, everything. including up to the ritual. Yeah. yeah. Stitcher's and- basically decided she's not going to hide it from y'all anymore. I mean... There's just no reason. When her hand got itchy, she took her glove off, right? Yeah. Yes. Black spot. That so spot. Tag, when he saw that, uh, he knelt down on the other side of uh, Bitsy's body and just watched. And then as soon as she seemed to finish, he stands up and he rather violently grabs uh, Stitcher's hand and yanks her up off of like onto her feet and he holds her hand out and he looks at like the spot and then sees how it like had morphed into the galaxy onto the back of her hand and he looks at her and he just says who gave this to you? Well <laughs> um, Stitcher at first is like scared because that was very unexpected, but she's Coach she's like bristling. Yeah, like he's got she's, a dagger she's, out. Like, she's <laughs> very used to not sure how to handle this. being treated roughly. Like she's and she's t- fucking tired of it and she's like it gets back into his face. I don't know. Like sassy. Uh, he doesn't take that. So he sees Koshu bristle up and he pulls his spear up at like he's holding it like halfway mm-hmm. down the haft and he points it at Koshu. And then he looks back at at, uh, at Stitcher and goes, who gave this to you? I'm not going to ask again. I don't think I could. You wouldn't believe me if I explained it to you. I read the book for the first time, and a being gave it to me. A being? A large, 
Lima bean. Jackal. <laughs> bean. A spring a lar- bean? <laughs> a large jackal-headed man gave me the mark. And she just looks at him like, that's what fucking happened. Believe me or not, I don't really care. Uh, tag, roll me a religion check. Uh, what's, where's the book at right now? Laying on, laying on the, mm. the ground. Open, still. Open. Whispering. Ten. The jackal-headed man sounds familiar, but you can't quite tie it to what anything particular. Judge me if you want, but if you were in my situation, you would have done it too. I didn't have any other options. I'm not going to judge you because you've already been judged. She snatches her hand back and puts her glove on. Raval, how do you react to this scenario? You're sitting there writing in the book. Are you like, uh, and then, and then, tag like. Grabbed her and physically <laughs> assaulted her. No, I think as soon as Tag, you know, becomes aggressive, Raval just kind of looks up and he doesn't really make a move or anything. He's still kind of processing, so he's just kind of staring at what's happening. And then Tag drops his spear and points it at Koshu. And again, Raval's like just kind of there taking it all in for a second. And then his gaze kind of shifts towards the book. Um, and as, as, I like books. I like them fancy learning books. My mama said books were the <laughs> devil. Um, uh, while Stitcher's kind of explaining this whole jackal-headed man, Raval's going to kind of go over towards the book and just inspect it and see, is, is the writing in in common? Is it in something it's, I don't know? So the, the alphabet is common. Uh, it is not... In written in common, so it's the same letters, but it's like we'd be reading it's Spanish. In, it's in he speaks know. Spanish, so you can't <laughs> okay, fine. One. It's like reading German. The same alphabet. Say oh, that's okay, what okay, okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, it's it's like reading Tagalog. Uh, interesting. And I, uh, Stitcher sees him looking, and she's like, "Don't read that." And she closes it. Like she picks it up and closes it. And she said, "I've tried." burning it. I've tried throwing it in the water. I've tried destroying it in every way. Every time I wake up in the morning and it's still there. The fire smoldered out and the book is cold. It'll show it back up in a puddle of water. I don't know how to get rid of it. I don't know what it is. But I can't. You're stuck with it. I'm stuck with it. And I'm not going to have something, a burden that I'm stuck with and not use the gifts. It's just a tool. If you want to think I'm a witch... Do what you want. I made no such assumption about what you were doing. She looks at Tag. It wasn't what you were doing. It's how you're marked from it. Raval's going to write something in his notebook. <laughs> He's like, hmm. Discord that to me. No. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. You're all standing around judging each other. <laughs> Harshly. Harshly. What's Ash doing? Don't forget about him. He's how about the- you RP Ash while you're dead? <laughs> so uh ash is kind of uh as as bitsy is being wrapped kind of in this this uh like burial shroud type thing as as much as it is they're not going to bury her ash just kind of like nuzzles up and tries to get as close to you as he possibly can like tucked under an arm just laying there as you hide in this cave that he has such horrible memories from. Aww. And I 
I take Bitsy and she's very, she's fairly small. Like it wouldn't be, a, I wouldn't have. Even, even you could pick, the, so pick I, her up briefly. Grab her and I like, I've used some things out of my pack now and I've cut, I like put her in my backpack and I'm like, come on, Ash. And like, he can jump well, up there too if oh, he wants. Ash, you yeah. put Ash in your backpack. No, no, I put Bitsy in my backpack. Uh. Just flopping. <laughs> Just a leg hanging out. <laughs> I don't think you can get a gnome can you imagine, in your like, backpack. Imagine a comic villager <laughs> walking by. <laughs> <and> see, <laughs> see, a singular I'm not going to ask you questions can today. You can't <laughs> okay, put it in your backpack. What if she rolls for it? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll uh, just tell Ash. You might Ash. have to bend Bitsy a bit. No, I'll just tell <laughs> just Ash. Like, just cut off her arms and It honestly cannot hurt me right now. Yeah. So I'll just tell Ash to get can. my backpack. And I'll just carry I'll just carry Bitsy and start walking. Well, I guess I'm not going to walk out. But I'll just be like, someone needs to go get that other gnome in the hole. Nobody else knows oh, yeah, there's a gnome. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's only Bitsy, right? <laughs> only no, Bitsy? Koshu knows. Koshu. I do. She did. Yeah, tell she told Koshu. you. Yeah. Did she? I don't think yes. she told me. I yelled, found it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah she did. Right. Yeah, true. she did. So, you, that doesn't necessarily mean anything to no, anybody no, else. Right. And Koshu has not communicated knows. that yeah, with the rest of the party. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Sorry. Not trying to metagame, honest. I mean, it's fine. It was a good assumption, just the wrong one. So I pick her up and I just look around and I'm like, I don't think we need to spend any more time in here. Uh, yeah, well, how long does she last? Long enough to get somewhere where we can actually help her. A week or more. She shouted that she'd found him just before she died. I think that our mission is on the other side of that tunnel. If any of you would like to go in. <laughs> I can't even feel my entire left side of my body. <laughs> I have more poultices, if anyone wants one. I want one. I hand him a healing potion. How are you going to imbibe said You can't poultice. even drink whiskey. That's true. He's just going to shove it in his chest. <laughs> pour, pour, just pour it all over. So. Pour it down the hole that everything comes out of. Yeah, yeah. 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 Basically yeah. where anything leaks out of when he's normally drinking, he's just going to We, we need an it. elaborate system of funnels and tubes. <laughs> <laughs> we get him a feeding tube that we just can pour stuff yeah. down. Uh, uh, roll me a competition real quick. A what? Just a competition D20. So okay. we both roll. No, just me. Oh, okay. I, I rolled. He needs to Not roll. 20. Well, I'm not one, so that's okay. perfect. Uh, this is like an extra Healy potion, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 1D6 plus 4. Okay. No, normally. Roll your 1D6 plus 4. Okay. Oh, 10. Nice. What? I rolled a 6 plus 4. Awesome. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I could do it. I suppose it's me. And then he just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then walks up to the hole and starts crawling in. Tag tag follows him. You're going to crawl behind him? Yeah, I'll crawl behind him. Okay. All right. You make your way down through the tunnel. Um one, I mean, actually, yeah, the, both the, the beasts are kind of spread out over, uh, from the mouth of it. So um, you make your way and you see the the blood uh, streak 
that mm. uh, Bitsy left behind as Stitcher dragged her out. As your is that what it makes? Is that the noise it makes? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like that. Turn the tunnel. Okay. Um, All right. On the other side, you see the feet of something with a bunch of bags and metal things on top of it. I'll get the gear. You uh, check on the gnome. Okay. So he'll just start like fucking like he's just going fast. Like he's just trying to scoop every little loose piece of thing into whatever bag he can. Tag goes to check on the gnome to see if his feet are breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Put your ear up to his feet and you can't hear a heartbeat or a breath. What's this gnome look like? He looks like some feet. No, like I would because he's underneath all the stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pulling all the stuff. Yeah, because he's like fucking slamming I, all this I, shit into whatever bag he can. Uh, so you're just taking all... Just can, as much as he can. Yeah, as much as he can fit into his so bag. So you're going to empty bags into another bag? Is it just one big bag covering him? Uh, or is it just crap everywhere? It's multiple bags and, and boxes <laughs> and things like that that are Yeah, all, he's just packing you on this shit. He's putting as much on his shoulder and like whatever's in a bag already. He doesn't even look. He just put like, he just okay. puts it all on. Okay. Uh, as, kind of as, as Koshu yeah. starts, you know, unloading this body uh, of its its equipment, um, underneath is a small, white-haired, leather-clad gnome who doesn't seem to be moving. Uh, can I, I want to check him for a pulse. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I lean down and check him for a pulse. Okay, medicine check. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven. You should bring his body up here where I am. <laughs> um, you don't find a pulse, but you're kind of shaking at this mm. point through uh, through either both the anger you have towards Stitcher at this point and the loss of Bitsy and the adrenaline of just. Killing Combat. two evil beasts that you have never seen before. Yeah. Uh, so you're unable to tell whether or not he's... I mean, he's not actively... Like, his chest is not rising and mm-hmm. falling. And um, Is is there so many bags that me and Koshu can't take them out? Uh, no, this tiny little gnome was able to carry yeah. them in. You know, you'd be able to take them out. All right. Can I jar- like drag him along with... Yeah. You could grab the body and it would probably fit all the way through the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll grab the body, uh, and like a couple of the bags and stuff too. Yeah. He'll pass some to you once yeah. he's out of like arms and shoulders and, and shit. And uh, I head back to the to the mouth of the tunnel, and uh, I'll stop though, and I'll turn back at Koshu, and I'm gonna say two things: one, bristle at me again, and I will end you. Two, don't trust her. And then he goes into the tunnel. Okay. And he's totally only saying that because he knows that like he's like ha- barely standing right now. He probably wouldn't <laughs> say that if he was at full health. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a pair of white orbs just blink at you a couple of times yeah. with no reaction. You know, uh, you really can't read his emotion behind his mask. Yeah. So he just lets you go. He doesn't say anything back. Let me start climbing through the tunnel. With dragging all the, the stuff in tow, dragging the, the the body and stuff with you. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're able to grab a few of the other pieces that had kind of fallen off, and mm-hmm. you heading back down the tunnel as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. 
He's a little jarred from scary monk man spinning around and yelling at him in the middle of a tunnel. But for the most part, he's good. Yeah. He's carrying the bag. He's just it focused was, on... It was, a, it was a dadly talk. Yeah. Like when you blow up to your dad and he's just like... Mm. Nah, you're not strong enough yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe after a long rest, but but yeah. not right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we truck it out of the uh, tunnel. Okay. You are able to pull everything back in. You drag the, the body back through... Um, through the tunnel back to the rest of your party. What do you guys do? Stitcher sees another dead body and she goes over to do like non, non magical checking. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll me medicine check. Okay. <laughs> 22. Figaro's expired. Yes. Very dead. Can uh, I he, tell you? You can tell that he was torn to pieces just the same as Bitsy was. Uh, ripped apart by this displacer beast group. He's too far gone. There's nothing else we can do. Tags, once he hears that, he's going to start like going through his pockets and stuff like that. Not to like rob him. Going through Figaro's, Figaro's pockets. To like find anything that might be also of value to the dude that we're to Tolly bum whistle. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me investigation. This dice sucks too. Uh, nine, <laughs> nine. Uh, you find some coins and things like that on him. Probably about two gold worth of coins and uh, not much else in his pockets. The now the bags and boxes. Yeah, and everything. No, I was just looking the bo- looking the body over. Okay, yeah. Uh, so what's obvious and unnecessary for an investigation is he's wearing a. Like strap with a large uh, magnifying glass and then cascading smaller glasses mm. on top of those mm. uh, over his head that that would obviously drop uh, over his eye yeah. so that he could. And there's a wire connecting that to some of the bags that, that are attached to his back. I'll take that off so we don't have to like cut the cord or anything like that and just put it with the rest of the junk. Okay, so you're just going to throw it into the bag yeah. or on top of the bags or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the body is pretty much bare at this point. It's just a dead gnome. He wasn't necessary for the mission. He wasn't? Can, let's just leave him. Kosher, we can't just leave him. Apparently, he wasn't necessary for life either. Let's get this poor body out of here. Yeah, we have to take him with us and do something with it later. And I just, like, I, I grab the gnome's body <laughs> and, just, like, lift him up. Not as disrespectfully as I dragged him through the right. tunnel, but it's because I can stand up now. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, and you guys are just going to leave the cave? Yeah. All right. Revolve. Mm-hmm. He's just going to help all the gear. He's going to go up to Koshu and grab the gear. I'll start parting some of it out to you. And uh, yeah. just help with the load a little bit. All right. Kind of shaking up. At this point, it's it's not an overload, especially split between the two of you, but... You're super surprised at how much this tiny little dude could carry. <laughs> dude uh, <is> buff. <laughs> Jack no. Um, he had like a beautiful backpacking backpack. Yeah. <laughs> he did. It perfect was so perfect. Packed, yeah. <laughs> so many like bungee cords keeping things attached. Um, okay. Uh, you guys are all exiting out. You are now standing outside in the forest. Stitcher, do you know of a healer 
that can bring her back. All of you are in the middle of Indoleth. With no guide. <laughs> no one knows the way out. Oh. This is a bad <laughs> You're so dead. <laughs> uh, Did Ash follow us? He's in my backpack. Oh, okay. What All is right. Ash doing right now? He's sulking and he kind of got um, his head just kind of leaned against the back of your neck. He's, he's not even looking at what's going on. Okay. I don't... Who's got Bitsy? I've got, I've got her and Ash. Okay. <laughs> just put the team on your back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna, so with that and, and everything else that, you, that you're carrying at this point, go ahead and roll me a strength check. Okay. To see. I mean, I didn't say I was taking any of the gear. Right. Okay. No, okay. I know. Just make sure. You're carrying a body and oh, and a wolf yeah. or a, a fox. Um, a nine. <laughs> Pull a hamstring. <laughs> I was able to make it out of the cave, but you, now you I'm can, exhausted. You can, you can continue walking. You're not going to make it very far. Okay. This, I'm, I'm in, going in to. This. I'm going to nuzzle over on Ash. And I'm going to say it's too heavy. You need to get down. I don't think he's the problem. Let's get rid of this gnome. And then I'll carry her. Jules is about to be extremely offended. Let's get rid of this gnome. I was like, well, fuck you too. Uh, And so I take the gnome and I kind of like walk a little bit out in the tree line and I lay his body down and kind of uh, prop him up next to a tree. Uh, What time of day is it? Um, About midday at this point. Maybe as much as I don't want to go back in that cave. Maybe we should stay here for the night. I don't think any of us are going to make it very far carrying all this and feeling the way we do. I agree. She will. She'll survive the night if she, you fall asleep. Yes. Her, her body will at least be able to yes. be magicked. I don't know how I know, but yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the best we've got, so... Tag, what's your response to this? Uh, he's not even paying attention right now. He's gathering up a bunch of like little rocks and stuff and, yeah, like, and piling Stitcher, it over the, the gnome's body. Yeah, Stitcher goes and sets Bitsy down and like sets the backpack down, so I'm sure Ash will stay right there, and then she starts to come help Tag outside. But she sets all her stuff down. Okay. Uh, so you guys are just outside the kind of tree root cave. Hmm. Um, do we want to bury him or do we want to burn him? We can't leave him above ground. This is a forest. Won't nature just take care of it? Do you want to watch nature take care of it tonight? By as the long fire? As it's not us being taken care of. I don't care about this man. Yeah. He's not even wanted by the man that sent us here. I care about Bitsy. Let's get her taken care of. All life has has a place, and all life has a place of death as well. This man's place is above ground. <laughs> and it, please, so use reason. I just pile up a bunch of rocks on him, and because we don't have anything to dig with, he is not our we problem. We could burn him with what? We have. They were in a forest filled with sticks. <laughs> with wet sticks, because it was raining. And, and no longer a druid that will get mad at you for burning the forest oh, down. That's a good point. Smokey the bear's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she just flicked us all out. He's <laughs> uh. already halfway covered with sticks. We just... So it's, it's about noon at this point. And if you, 
you're going to spend a lot of time just chilling if you make camp now. So yeah, we, we, we just can't afford to bump into anything. Exactly. And yeah. nobody knows where they're going. Right. It's a very bad idea. Is that going to change in the morning? Yeah, we get a long rest. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll yeah, be a little bit spongier. Depends uh, on what comes back to this cave. Uh, yeah. mm, how metagaming can we be? <laughs> well, I mean, we are beat the fuck. Yeah, I mean, sleeping you know. would make you feel better in real life. It's, it, it's true. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys just going to make camp? Outside or inside the cave? Outside oh, or inside? Oh, inside. Just in that very... I would... I would Stitcher would go inside in the very front where you're still getting like daylight and like build a fire in there. Okay, so in the, the narrow tunnel... No, like, no, uh, no, no, no. Just the very not, I don't oh, know, the, the first, early tunnel. the first yeah, narrow yeah, tunnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're just looking for protection from the rain and wind and shit. Yeah. And like potentially animals, hopefully. They'll be distracted with the gnome. Oh. Or figure out. That's what it means. So much potential. Um Okay, so you, you you set a fire, and but you are... before it gets super dark, there's a tree on top of this, right? Above it, like, yes, yeah. above it. I asked Koshu, "Do you mind taking a look up there, see if you can see anything other than trees?" Not at all. And he uh, shimmies up the tree in spectacularly acrobatic fashion. Then go ahead and roll me an acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's definitely going to do it. Solid nine. I have shit rolls today, man. Uh, so the the tree trunk is a little bit slick at this mm-hmm. point, and you you have a hard time finding purchase on uh, this. Although elm trees are really easy to climb. <laughs> um, this particular one has branches that are really high up. I just and, got too cool with you it. Just, you just slid down. Um, and you're back at the base of the trunk. He looks over at Tag. He's like, just give me a toss. Tag just laughs at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and grabs him and actually like throws him, throws him up. Yeah. He would give me a strength check. Why are we being fancy? Just climb the tree like normal. Because we like rolling dice. It's d uh, That would be a 13. All right. Uh, you're able to toss him up high enough. You are able to grab on to some of the, you know, like whatever that is. It's like that weird bark that sure. elm trees have. Um, and I'll and just, clamor up to a branch. I'll just perception. Okay. Check. Roll perception check for me. All right. That's better. Um, 17. As you look out, you can actually see over the canopy at one point as you kind of make your way to the end of this long branch and to the north of where you stand, what you, where you guys are, a chi, a, a chi, a, a chia pet, a tree larger than you have ever seen sticks out above and it's, it's trunk extends hundreds of feet above the canopy. Jesus. And in its branches and in leaves and everything, you can you can actually see small ant-like beings mm-hmm. moving about on its branches. This is miles away at this point, mm-hmm. but it's that clear. Okay. And oddly, the tree seems to see you as well. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to need a word picture. <laughs> Bridioc, the goddess of life, leans towards you and bows. Her branches and bows leaning down and sending waves of grief and regret into your mind. And she stands again. She being this massive tree. She being this massive tree. And that's where we end the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. 